0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, and I'm here with my co host, Princess Brittany. Hey guys! This week's episode is dedicated to saving the gymnastics program at the University of Alaska Anchorage. Today, we are joined by interim head coach Marie Sophie Bagash, assistant coach Kendra Daniels, redshirt senior Terry Alonzo, and incoming freshman Allie McClure. They talk about how they're navigating the uncertainty of the season, not only with COVID, but also with the risk of losing their program by the end of the season, and why they need the support of the gymnastics community to help save their program at the end of the interview we're going to share with you guys some ways that you can get involved and help out plus we also share some things that we're going to be doing over the course of the next five months that we think really will add up and make a difference a lot of these are things that are relatively easy for anyone to do even if you're not in a great you know financial situation so there's a lot of small efforts that can be made and every little bit helps we think this episode is a really important one. It's one that we're passionate about, so we hope that you guys enjoy. Before we get into today's episode, we want to real quickly thank our goal-level Patreon supporters. Thank you to Cindy M., Bree C., Blake B., Elaine E., Dominic D., Rydog, Faith M., Caitlin P., Kristen R., Lori S., and Sabrina M. Thank you guys so much for being gold-level Patreon supporters. As you know by now, typically your money goes towards our fund for launching a website and getting transcriptions done for the interviews that we do on our show. Those are things that you as the listeners have expressed interest in, and we're excited to say that those things are actually in the works, and hopefully by next month we will have a website launched and all of our transcriptions done and linked to the website so that you guys can find them easily. However, this month, we actually want to donate all of the funds from our Patreon to Saving UAA Gymnastics, and we also want to match all of the donations that we get. So if you're already a Patreon supporter, that's great, and if you're not and you're considering joining, um, whether it's $1, $3, $5, whatever you pledge starting in the month of October, we are going to match that and donate all of that to UAA Gymnastics. So if you've been wanting to support us for a while or you're interested in supporting UAA Gymnastics, now would be the perfect time to become a Patreon member. The link to our Patreon page, which has more information, will be in the show notes. But like Brittany said, this is a great way to support our show in the future. And again, if you sign up this month, all the money that we make in October will be given directly to the University of Alaska. So you can kill two birds with one stone if you're looking to not only help us in the future, but also want to make a contribution to UAA Gymnastics. As always, thank you for all your support. We love and appreciate you guys so much. Before we get into our interview with Marie-Sophie, Kendra, Terry, and Allie, we just want to remind people that UAA Gymnastics has a really rare opportunity right now. So they're in the process of raising money to save their program under the conditions that the program will be reinstated if they raise $888,000 by February 15th. And we personally couldn't think of any other gymnastics teams that have had the opportunity to raise money to save their program. Usually the Board of Regents will just vote and then make the cut, and they don't really get a say in the matter. So this is a pretty unique opportunity for us as gymnastics fans to fight and contribute to saving a college gymnastics team. Mm -hmm. We all know that there's been a lot of teams cut in the recent years, and... I think just this year alone, there's been like six teams on the men's and women's sides that have been cut or are facing the possibility of being cut. So this is a really great opportunity to be a part of something bigger than ourselves and to help keep college gymnastics alive by saving a program that actually has been given the chance to fight back. Yeah. And as you guys listen to this interview today, we hope that you can feel the passion from the gymnasts and the coaches, just how much they love this program, how much it means to them, and how much they want to save the program. and Um, I hope that it motivates you guys in the same way that it's motivated us to really get involved and do our part in any way that we can. And at the end of the interview, we kind of talk about some ways that, you know, you as a member of the gymnastics community can help out. Even if it's a small contribution, it's still, it'll end up being a big contribution in the end. It's a small contribution to a big contribution. Yes, Exactly. (laughs) So um, it's an exciting cause to get behind, and I'm feeling really passionate about it, and I know the team is passionate about it, so we hope that you guys will take something away from this. So without further ado, please welcome to the show Interim Head Coach Marie-Sophie Bagash, Assistant Coach Kendra Daniels, Senior Terry Alonzo, and Freshman Allie McClure. So on September 10th, the Board of Regents approved cutting four sports at Alaska, including women's gymnastics, which means that in the last two years, there's been about five programs cut or facing the possibility of being cut on the women's side, and you guys are being asked to raise 888000 by February 15th, 2021, half of which needs to be in cash donations in order to save the program at UAA. Um, you guys have started a campaign to raise money, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but... I wanted to start with a question for you, Marie-Sophie. You accepted the interim head coach position in July. Did you have any idea that the program was in danger or when exactly did you find out about the program being caught at
1: UAA? Um, Yeah, so I've been with the program for quite a while, actually. Um, I joined as an athlete in 2012. So I did know some background information. Obviously, um, the state of Alaska has been facing budget cuts over or budget issues over quite a few years now, ever since I've been up here, it seems like. But we've always been as a team, as you say, we've always been very very diligent about um, going to board of regents meetings about making sure that our voice is heard and especially under former head coach tanya ho we've really started to develop a almost like a relationship with the regions i would say so this was definitely a surprise to me that there was um the the only option that was found was the elimination of four programs um, I just honestly thought that we we're going to have to cut our budget a little bit here and there and not just face a complete elimination. Um, I found out on August 19th, I believe, um, and I found out the same morning that everyone else else found out, whether that was the athletes or even the public, it was done pretty much just in one wash. Um, I found out only about like two hours before the athletes and then well, three hours and then four hours before it was made public. So it was not a lot of time to even talk to anyone or to process anything.
0: So you and Kendra are both former gymnasts at the University of Alaska. What has it been like for both of you sort of processing, you know, the possibility that the program that gave you your college gymnastics experience, you know, might not be around at the end of the season? What has that been like for you?
1: Yeah, I think we're more emotionally invested than um, probably, you know, any other person would have been who's not an alumni, right? It's just like that little bit of a difference um, that just adds on to it. Like, my life would not be what it is without UAA Gymnastics. Like, Um, back in 2012, when I was like, oh, I should do college gymnastics. Um, Back then, head coach Paul Stoklos gave me this chance. And now eight years later, I'm still here. Um, I became a professional pilot. I uh, now have two beautiful cats with my beautiful husband here. And um, we have kind of built this life that otherwise, I'm from Germany, I should probably add that. So (laughs) I wouldn't even be on this continent. So it's just really intense. It's a wide array of emotions that I think I'm going through as well as um, Coach Kendra. And it's it's quite taxing um, to, to add that little bit personal stress because it is an emotional situation and it's just even
2: more so for us. I think, you know, the idea of the program being eliminated um, hits home and kind of hits a little deeper into the heart since I'm both Coach Boggy and I, you know, are, we're only in Alaska because of gymnastics. And so it's definitely on our top priority to fix it and make sure it never is eliminated ever again and to really promote the big things that the gymnastics program has done mm-hmm. so that people can really see it and maybe they just don't know the gymnastics program does vision screenings with the Benton Bay Lions Club. Just, you know, that they do a lot for the community too.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So as coaches, what kind of conversations have you had with the team to kind of keep the mood up during this time? Because I feel like this year has been kind of crazy with COVID. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. A lot of people don't know if we're even going to have a season this year. And then you guys are also faced with this. So how have you been navigating the uncertainty with the team during this time?
1: It's definitely been very tough. Um, The day that I found out it was – like a panic phone call to everyone to make sure that some of our student athletes found out from us instead of the media or a friend or, or someone texting them because we actually had four people who were literally on their airplane up to Alaska. And so that was been, that's been really tough. I mean, it all started with a panicked phone call basically and it just kind of, um, went on from there and I just can say that I'm super, super thankful how great the team has been sticking together and how much they've just been trying to help I think team effort. It's not just Coach Kendra and I trying um to put together some fundraising efforts. It's really it is really the entire team. We have we're really lucky in that regard. And then obviously, I mean we are trying to Shift focus to get ourselves back into that, you know, gymnastics uh, competition slash practice mode. Obviously, as much as we can right now, we're in a phase of strength and conditioning, um, which has been a really welcome change of scenery. Where finally we get to we get to see the team and um, we get to actually do a workout with them. And we've really focused on developing some goals, habits, values, and, and just an overall culture this year that has been really at the forefront of our discussions with the team and just kind of helping that way to really know who we are, what we stand for as a team, and where we want to be. And just emphasizing that this is, as much as it sucks, obviously, having been put in this position of where, where we have this huge task on top of being a student athlete or a coach or whatever it is and this is something that can build every single person that is dealing with it and and involved with it for their the rest of their lives like these are skills that can help forever Um, communication or putting together these ideas putting together the proposal just um these are skills that are going to help them as human beings from from here on out And so putting a little bit of a positive spin on it, but I mean, yes, it's a very emotionally um, difficult time.
0: So I wanted to ask you, Terry, as a red shirt senior, you've been involved with this team for many years going
3: on five. So how are you handling all of this? Uh, Like the coaches had mentioned, it's definitely a little bit more emotional for me. This team, you know, I was on the team with Kendra and I had Coach Boggy last year. So it's it's been this evolution of being under Coach Paul Stoklos, uh, Coach Tanya Ho, and now Coach Boggy. So just being a part of it from the very beginning has been amazing. And as mentioned before, you know, I've learned so much here. I, you know, it feels like I've turned into a whole new person from when I first got here. So um, as far as right now, I feel like it's, a, you know, I have a certain responsibility to kind of keep the passion going for gymnastics and the energy and the positivity in the team and kind of assuring people, you know, we're doing everything we can and we're not going down without a fight. So I feel like my position right now has been just kind of like uplifting everybody and making sure that everybody's staying positive and doing everything that we can.
0: Yeah. What's been your favorite memory with the team so far?
3: Oh my gosh. There's so many. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've always really enjoyed conference. Um, But I think the first time that I really experienced that was my freshman year and that was um, a year that coach Kendra had broken the beam record and um, like following right after that Sophia Hyderali broke the record like a minute later and just being around that energy was the first time that I was like wow this is a really really cool experience and I really like I'm so thankful to be a part of it you know Um, so it's moments like that that really kind of fuel you for the rest of your career.
0: And then Allie, what about you as a freshman? Obviously, you're trying to get into the groove of not only just being a college student, but being a college athlete. Has it been hard for you to adjust not really knowing what the future holds?
4: Um, Originally, I kind of came into it telling myself, okay, like this is a big adjustment. You know, I'm from Idaho. Like, you know, you move across the world practically. Um, But it hasn't been as hard as I had thought because of just like the team dynamic, our coaches just being very involved in making sure that we're, we're good mentally, that we're good in with our bodies, that we are prioritizing our school. So just having those main aspects become before our gymnastics helps me know that everybody here at UAA and on this team that they care about me. And so it makes the adjustment a lot easier. And honestly, I feel like us coming together to help save our program has brought us very close, even though we haven't got to do a lot as a team in person. But since we're all pushing towards one main goal and we're all from so many places around the world, we can bring in so many different ideas. And so just these situations that are in front of us, it's allowed us to become a lot stronger together.
0: What made you want to be a part of the gymnastics program at UAA?
4: So I've always wanted to be a college gymnast ever since I started gymnastics. And so like a lot of recruits, I reached out to, you know, a lot of different schools. But as I would talk to some of the girls on the UAA team, we'd message back and forth just so, you know, I could get a feel for the program and what it's like there. Like I instantly felt connected there. And obviously the state is amazing. And I've already gotten to explore it so much. I've already fallen in love with it completely um so once I and once I made that decision to come to UAA literally seconds after I got off the phone saying that I made my decision all the girls texted me and that really confirmed to me that I was going in the right place and that I'm just another piece to this amazing puzzle
0: when did you guys start official practice
4: we have we
0: have not
1: yet Um, Uh yeah (laughs) okay We're, we're in a strength and conditioning phase still Um so three weeks ago we were able to go back into the weight room. We're currently into two small groups instead of one big team. Then one week ago we were allowed to add conditioning, which we even had to adjust and we're actually doing it on um the basketball court in of our because our gym is actually still set up as a field hospital for potential overflow patients and um, so hopefully we are on track to begin skill instruction um, next week potentially well no the week after sorry we we're on track to start skill instruction on October 12th hopefully obviously there's lots of Moving pieces to that puzzle. We're most likely going to be off campus, which goes back to what I had to do as a freshman, but um, We haven't had to use an off campus facility since ever since we had this beautiful Alaska Airlines Center and obviously this is a lot of adjustment. And so we are not back to full team practices quite yet, but Hopefully our protocol will work out and we can stay on track, but this is all to be seen still. So that just adds another component of stress, unfortunately, but everyone's been very thankful. Every little step that we get to do has been like a huge like celebration. Like, oh, finally we get to do conditioning. And um, finally we got clear to do this. And so um, it's, it's been po- a positive kind of celebration of
0: those little things right now so one of the reasons that we wanted to have all of you on is we want to talk about what we can do to help as members of the gymnastics community so you guys are asking for donations and you have sort of a campaign going on can you tell us a little bit more about that
1: yeah it's all starting to finally come together which of course is a huge relief once everything is published and kind of we got the ball rolling um but just last week we were able to get going on our social media campaign in addition to some of the local things that we're doing. But in order to kind of keep it maybe a little bit more engaging for our gymnet, we decided to really push a fundraising invitational theme. And um, it's going to have four rotations like a gymnastics meet would. And people could even be event specialists pick and choose which rotation they can contribute in. And for the first rotation that rolled out last week, we were really trying to reach those um, donors or people who know someone who might be able to contribute $1,000 or more directly to UAA, since the UA Foundation has made a compromise that in case our fundraising efforts wouldn't be successful, donations of that amount or higher are potentially returnable to the donors. So that's kind of why we started with that $1,000 call. But of course, we know that that's a high, that's a high sum right there. And so we're really, really looking forward to our second rotation, which will be published this week. And the second rotation we've been Super grateful and super lucky that the WCGA and the CGGI have um, agreed to kind of spearhead that second rotation and they've been working on an online campaign with us where people can donate at the ease of a click and with that kind of also being able to just donate whichever amount, $1, $5, $10, $100, whatever um, you can or want to contribute, which of course is meant to really reach the masses now, really reaching the entire internet, whether that is here in the state of Alaska or nationwide or even internationally. And we're really just hoping for a high amount of participation with potentially some smaller amounts of donations, because Every single dollar will count for this campaign, and of course, um, we are gonna have the third and the fourth rotation as well. But we're just really trying to put them out in these chunks so that we can kind of explain each rotation a little bit better and maybe give some more instructions. But of course, all of those will be open for donations until February, the beginning of February. Our our final deadline where everything has to be. Submitted is February 15th, 2021. So, of course, we're explaining and rolling out everything now, but those donations opportunities will be out there until next February.
0: So, if you guys raise that 888000 does that save the program for just the next two years? Or have you heard anything from the university about, you know, if you raise that money, how much longer is the team actually saved
1: for? Yeah, so, um, obviously... This is not a, a statement that was written in stone or anything like that. However, during the border regions meeting, um, Chancellor Sandine was asked exactly that question and that UAA will be in a better financial position to absorb our, all the teams costs again um, after these two years of kind of a gap year where, where, where we're really struggling. Um, in addition to that, for that board of regents meeting, what our team actually did was um, we put together a 63-page proposal, and in that 63-page proposal, we had listed um, for the regents' consideration how we envision to save money in the future and how we envision to um, be more self-sustainable with new revenue streams. Obviously, during COVID time, some of these ideas are are challenging because we don't have the competition season quite secured yet. We're probably not going to be able to have as many spectators, if any. We just don't know that yet. But we are really hoping to implement these ideas, especially on the revenue side, where after these two years, we're, we're hopefully in a much more self-sustainable position. It's just something we... As a team haven't been tasked with before so this is going to kind of be new territory for us but um, we have put together that proposal already and we're ready to implement that if we're saved for sure.
0: What message do you guys want to send not only to the gymnastics community but the local community in Anchorage about your program and why you guys should be saved?
1: I think it's very, really important to kind of shine a light on, you know, what we are trying to do for the community as well, because we know that we, we want to be an in- part and back to the community. And um, we've already kind of pointed it out, like our volunteer hours are always amongst the highest of UAA athletic teams. Last year, we clocked 554 hours among just 18 members of our team. And um, already this year, like we really tried to get creative with COVID and we found a volunteer opportunity from at home to just really continue out where um, we can make an impact in the community. And um, we are the only higher education institution in the state of Alaska that currently has a gymnastics team. So that's a really important part to consider for our youth sports as well. We constantly try to excel in the classroom as well as in the competition arena. And last year we had a GPA of um, 3.64 among the team and we've actually had several top 10 showings in the nation even with our team GPA. So we're really trying to um, produce like well-rounded human beings and also role models for the community, right? being being super engaged in um, our city and our state as well. And so I think that our impact is felt not just within UAA, but within, you know, the state and even the nation, we just have been gathering more and more followers around the country. So we, we were really excited to kind of continue that trend and we're still hoping to do so for sure.
0: Is there anything else that anyone wants to add or anything you want to talk about that we didn't talk about already?
3: Um, Maybe Coach Boggy can word this a little bit better, but something that we had talked about today, um, there unfortunately have been a lot of programs this year that have been cut just all over the United States and specifically a lot of gymnastics programs. And as far as I know, none of these other programs have had the opportunity where If you raise this amount of money, you will be saved. You know, they may be fundraising money. And I mean, I know I've pitched in and, you know, everyone else has pitched in as well. We're all very involved, but this is The only opportunity I've heard of around the US where, you know, they've given us this chance of if you raise this money, then you will be saved. So you know, as we said before, every penny counts. So to anybody who's listening, if you're buying a coffee today and you would like to donate that coffee to the gymnastics program, that makes a huge, huge difference in a program that is producing, you know, doctors, teachers, engineers, pilots, you know, it's, it's definitely very influential for the community and you could be being a part of that. So that's something to consider.
0: I know a little bit goes a long way especially when everyone chips in and especially the gymnastics community. I feel like there's a lot of gymnastics fans and a lot of people that are really passionate about college gymnastics. So like if everybody chips in a little bit, like that could actually do a lot.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, think about it. If every person in the gymnastics community donated $1, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we would be done in a week, you know? So it's, it's definitely those things where like every little bit counts. Of course, these big donations are going to be very, you know, admired and it's, it's going to make a huge difference, but those little things count too. There's strength in numbers.
0: So we have a Patreon where we have like monthly supporters for our podcast. And for the month of October, we actually want to donate all of our Patreon supporters money to you guys. So, we love you guys, and we are going to try and you know get the word out and help in any way that we can, so we want to help. We love college gymnastics so much, so we hate to see any more programs being cut, so anything that we can do to help, we're going to do that. So we love you guys.
4: Thank <laughs> you. you. just made us all cry. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, no you. tears. No
0: tears.
1: <laughs> I think there is one thing um, Coach Kendra and I are trying to be very inspirational for this campaign too. And one of the things that both of us said was that we want to be the first people to participate. And so we both have set up um, employee payroll deductions and um, from my paycheck, we have 10 more paychecks until our deadline. And um, I'm giving half of each of those 10 paychecks to the campaign.
0: Oh, wow. I literally have chills. <laughs> I know. So do I. <laughs> well, it shows how much you care about the program. Truly. So that's amazing.
3: And, and that was a huge morale booster for us. Cause I mean, you, you break it down in so many different ways of, you know, if everybody donates $1 and we have 808,000, like I have maybe a hundred Facebook friends, like it's still very daunting. We're very aware of the number. So the coaches doing that, we all broke down crying too. Cause we were like, you know, it, it shows how much they believe in us. And it kind of inspires us to be like you know if if they can do that then like we got it.
0: I feel like your program in particular I know I've seen people in the gymnastics community getting excited about your program even before all this happened so I really believe that like if we all rally I think we can make it happen.
2: Yeah I definitely think the number is large but it's doable like I think everyone on the team is ready to you know roll their sleeves up and get it done. That is i that's a fact I know that
4: <laughs> and it's definitely thanks to you know coach Boggy and coach Kendra, they really are like such amazing examples to us because without these coaches, there wouldn't be all of the the thousands of hours of work going into this, and they're just great role models for for all of us as the team, you know to keep high they're keeping such high spirits. They are literally the perfect examples of determination. And never giving up, even when life doesn't go your way. So we're so grateful for them.
0: So this is our call to the internet to join forces and help save UAA Gymnastics. We understand that everyone comes from different places. Not everyone is able to contribute financially the same. You know, we're all different. We all come from different places. But as we mentioned in the beginning, there are small things that you can do or consider doing if you want to be a part of this. So we have a list here of some ideas. The first one being just to donate a small amount of money. This could be, I mean, this varies, honestly, from person to person. Right. Um, it could be anything from a dollar. It could be $5, whatever, whatever you want to give. Um, I think people get caught up in, you know, oh, a dollar is not a lot of money. That's nothing. That's not going to help. So therefore, why bother? I think a lot of people might naturally think that. Right. But at the same time, if, you know, we look at something like our account, Triple Twist, we used to have a blog, you know, that account has almost 11,000 followers. And if every single person that follows Triple Twist donates $1, well, right there, you almost have $11,000. Right. And there's just, there's so many members of the gymnastics community on all different social media platforms. You know, even on Instagram, there's accounts that have... Over 100,000 followers, that's a lot. So if you think about it that way, everybody donating whatever they can, even if it's just a dollar, that could add up to be a lot of money. Right, exactly. You could also consider doing a small amount like $5 or, you know, whatever it is that you can afford and then doing that every month until February February 15th to be exact, which is when the deadline is for UAA to submit the money to save the gymnastics program. So thinking about it like that, almost like a monthly payment where you can, you you figure out what you can afford to give every month and then just give that for the next five months and that will also add up this next idea is one that Brittany and I have done before in our personal lives. So you get a jar, a piggy bank, whatever, and you collect change. And obviously this only applies to people that actually pay with cash. If you use cards, you're never really going to have a lot of change. But if you do have change, just gather it. Start collecting it in a jar. And then, you know, in a couple months' time, check and see how much money you've actually made, because that's another thing that's underrated, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd be surprised. Like, I know there was one year for Christmas, we, me and you both were broke, and we started saving money, I think for, like, a couple months, like November, December. And by the time Christmas rolled around, we actually had enough money to buy, like, Christmas presents for at least a few people in our family mm-hmm. with just that money that we got from change. Right. And obviously, it helps when you have quarters and stuff like that because you build up the money faster. But I feel like we just overlook our change. You leave it laying around in your car. It's sitting somewhere in the bottom of your purse. You kind of just forget about it. But if you actually gather that all and count it and see how much money you have... And if you're actively trying to raise money with change, I feel like you can have $30 in no time or more. And also with the holidays coming up, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, the new year, you set that change jar out by your front door. And when you have (laughs) friends and family come over and you ask them just to drop some of their change in there, you'd be surprised. You can get a lot that way. And then, of course, you can take that jar and go to wherever you have a Coinstar machine. I know we have one in our Walmart. And yeah, it's simple. You just pour the money in. You take your jar, tip it upside down. All the money goes in. And then it calculates how much, you know, you can actually print with a receipt. You go up to the register. They give you the cash. And it's actually really easy to do. Machines like that, they do charge a very small fee just to use the machine, but if you have a lot of change, it's worth doing it. Like we said, we've done it before in the past where we've made almost a hundred bucks just off change. So, you know, losing 25 cents to actually do the process of putting it in a Coinstar machine, it saves you a lot of time. Instead of having to actually roll out that money and then take it to the bank and, you know, go through that whole process. No, we're, a... we're lazy over here. We don't got time for that. Right. Just take it to a Coinstar machine, get Get that little ticket, they'll give you the cash, and then you can go from there. Another idea that we had only applies to certain states, so Brittany has a list up and she's going to go ahead and read the states, but we're talking about bottle deposits. Yeah, so in California, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Iowa, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, Oregon, and Vermont, if you live in any of those states, you can actually do bottle returns and get anywhere from like 5 to 10 cents per bottle, which, you know, when you're talking about a 12-pack of... Anything, whether it's beer, pop, again, that, you know, 10 cents per bottle adds up. By the way, I just want to say we're we're calling it pop. We're from Michigan and we call it pop here. I know everyone else calls it soda. I'm just so like, uncomfy by saying the word soda. I, yeah, I literally can't bring myself to say soda, mm. which- we've, we've never said the word soda in our lives, other than, like, when we're talking about the fact that other people call it soda, <laughs> not pop. <laughs> we, when we were talking about what we were going to say for this part, we were, like, having an inner conflict in our heads. We were like, do we call it soda just to, like, please everyone? <laughs> no, it's pop. Sorry. Sorry, not Sorry. But anyways, yeah, um, if you live in one of those states, do some bottle returns and save up, you know, from now until February, all the bottle returns and ask your friends and family for their bottle returns as well. Another thing you can do, I think this kind of depends on where you live. We live in an area that's, On a dirt road, it's kind of like a rural area and a lot of people litter. So we've done this before where we just go for a walk down our road with a plastic bag and we collect bottles and then we take that to our local Walmart and then we do the bottle returns. And we've made like 10, 20 bucks easily just from one trip going down the road and collecting bottles. Yeah. So just little things like that. These are good options if you don't have a lot of money yourself to give, but you still want to contribute. These are ways that you could give a little bit of money you know these are things that are relatively easy i mean of course it depends on where you live i understand not everyone can do these things but just some ideas but i do think with the bottle deposits that's really nice because you're not only collecting cans and saving the environment but you're also saving UAA gymnastics at the same time so you can look at it that way we love a queen who's environmentally friendly and also saves gymnastics programs <laughs> Another idea, if you're young or maybe you're just broke and you don't have the means to give money, which is totally understandable. This idea, everyone might not necessarily be comfortable with, so you just kind of have to gauge, you know, the people in your life and what you're comfortable doing. But honestly, just asking people to help, and of course... it nicely but i feel like there's people out there that would be willing to give some money and help out especially if it's for a cause that they know that you're passionate about like for example we told our parents about this and we told one of our close friends when she came over the other day we told her about this and they just gave us 20 bucks each they all gave us 20 bucks and I think it's because they know how passionate we are about gymnastics, and, you know, if you just explain to them, like, hey, this is what's happening with the gymnastics program in Alaska, and explain to them why, you know, you think it's important, they might be willing to help you out. You never know. And I feel like it's worth a shot asking. Yeah, because, so the way it happened was our mom, she she does scratch-offs, she's, like, obsessed with scratch-offs, and she happened to win, like, 70 bucks on a scratch-off. And so we were talking to her about this, and then she's like, well, here, I just, you know." I just won some of this money, here's 20 bucks, put it for your fund. Mm -hmm. And, you know, same thing with our friend. I mean, she wasn't doing scratch-offs, but she just, you know, we spent a little bit of time telling her about, you know, this interview that we did and how we really want to help this team. And And she just said, well, I'll help, like, you know, like, how much should I donate? And And we said, whatever you're comfortable with, and she gave us 20 bucks. So, yeah, again, it kind of depends on, like, how much... You know, if you're comfortable asking people, if you feel like people in your life would be willing to help. Um, We know that our family and friends, they know how much we love gymnastics. And this is something that we've been talking about for the past several days. So, um, you know, it didn't necessarily come as a surprise to them. But we didn't even necessarily have to ask. We just told them about it and how we're trying to raise money. And then they just offered it up. Mm-hmm. So so if you're comfortable doing that, I feel like it's worth a shot. Especially if you don't have the money to give yourself. It doesn't hurt. If you're comfortable enough with your friends and family. And like you know, you said, if they know that you're a big gymnastics fan, they might be willing to help out. So that's an option too. And then at the very least, I think just helping get the word out. And sharing the graphics that the University of Alaska gymnastics team has put out on social media. retweeting their tweets, just spreading the word and sharing this information. I think that will help not only to raise awareness, but maybe you'll share it and somebody that sees it on your page will be able to help. And, you know, if you can't help, there might be somebody out there on your page or on your friends list that is able to help. And I think that it's the little things like that that are really going to help grow this campaign and really catch everyone's attention, even people outside of the gymnastics world. Yeah. And like we said, you know, I just want to say again, it's... Every little bit helps, whether it's just sharing or it's a dollar. You know, you might think, you know, whatever, it's just a dollar. Like, it's not actually going to do anything. But we all can't have that mindset or we're never going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. If everybody had the mindset of, you know, it's it's just a dollar, but if we all gave a dollar, how much money can we raise just by giving a dollar? And then, of course, there will be people who can raise more than a dollar. And then that's great and that's super helpful. But... I just want, you know, to motivate you guys, inspire you guys that, you know, even if you're only giving a dollar or even if you're just retweeting a tweet, um, that your efforts can still contribute to helping this program. And like we said earlier, this is a really rare opportunity to have, to be able to help a college gymnastics team fight for its existence. And normally these teams just get cut the second the Board of Regents make their decision. They get cut and they really don't get a say in the matter. So the fact that they've been presented with this opportunity kind of gives us the opportunity to be a part of history. I know. It was something that's never been done before. Yeah. I would love to see this program be saved. I mean, all of the programs are important. We want to save all of them, but so far, Alaska is the only one that, as far as I know, we're actually given the opportunity to help them. Mm -hmm. And the gymnastics world the gym tonight is continuing to grow with each year and I think a lot of that has to do with college gymnastics Mm -hmm. college gymnastics is so exciting you know the casual fan you know even just people that we've brought in our personal lives to college gymnastics meets they absolutely fall in love with the sport and so I think college gymnastics has played a big role in how gymnastics has grown and Simone Biles I think she's helped a lot too (laughs) but truly (laughs) you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. the perfect time it's the environment of college gymnastics it's the fun it's just the whole atmosphere. I think that the you don't even have to be a gymnastics fan to get into it. Mm-hmm. And um One in Alaska in particular, it's just the fact that they're the only university that has a gymnastics team and I feel like every state should have a university that has a gymnastics program. So I would really hate to see them lose the only program for gymnastics that they have in Alaska. Real quickly, again, we just kind of want to reiterate what the rotations are that the University of Alaska Gymnastics team has put out there for people to donate. Rotation one came out about a week ago, and that is specifically for people who can give $1,000 or more. So obviously, this is targeted at people that can give a larger donation. Yeah, this is more for like businesses or obviously people with more money, people who may be associated with the gymnastics program itself, the families, you know, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And- we will put a link to that in the show notes as well as any links that come in. After the show comes out, you know, they're going to continue to release different rotations with different ways that you can get involved. Um, Obviously, it was mentioned here today that the second rotation is going to be how you guys can donate smaller amounts. So whatever you're comfortable or able to give, there will be a GoFundMe page that's set up and that is how you can contribute. So of course, when that link becomes available, we'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well as sharing it on our social media. Also, by the way, we're finally on Facebook. We probably should mention that. Oh, yeah. So we've, we've been on Twitter and Instagram now since we started the podcast in April at All Things Gym Pod. But we're on Facebook now, too. So go ahead and give us a like on Facebook. And... Throughout the coming months, I should say, because I don't imagine that we're going to necessarily stop talking about this after this week is over. We'll continue to talk about this. We'll continue to share the links, spread the word, and trying to get people to donate all the way up until February 15th when all the money is due. There is four rotations. Um, They're going to be releasing them in different phases. So we'll keep you guys updated as that becomes available. Also, make sure you're following UAA Gymnastics on their social media. They're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, so make sure you go follow them there so you can stay up to date with the latest information on their end. Thank you, Marie, Sophie, Kendra, Terry, and Allie for taking the time to join us this week. Just a reminder that all the links to donate to UAA will be in the show notes, as well as the link to our Patreon. Like we mentioned before, we're going to be donating all the funds that we receive during the month of October, and we'll be matching the total amount at the end as our contribution. So we're actually going to be taking a break for a few weeks, probably the rest of October, just because me and Ashley have been really busy. We both work full-time. I actually. work, I would say more than full-time because I'm working about 50 hours a week now, dead ass. It's been really hard. As a social worker. Yeah. And Ashley also works full-time and goes to school on top of that, so... We have been a little bit stressed out lately, and it has been hard to put, you know, time and effort into the podcast, even though we've been continuing to do it week after week. It is becoming a little bit difficult for us, so we just want to take a little break. Like you said, the rest of October, it's only three weeks, and we're not really taking a full break because we still plan on doing some stuff behind the scenes. We're working on launching our website. We've already been working on it, so that's something that will be out probably in November we're going to be doing transcriptions for all of the interviews that we've done in the past, so that'll take some time, but... And we also have some interviews that we have scheduled that we're hoping yes. to do over those coming weeks. So yes, yep. We'll still be working on the podcast for sure, just not actually recording. And also, we obviously want to take time to help fundraise for UAA, so that's also something that we're going to be doing in our free time. So it's been a little hard for us to, you know, prepare and produce a podcast each week while we're so busy, um, so like we said, just, you know, three weeks, quick little break, and then meantime though please continue to support uah gymnastics we will still be on social media you know posting you know about this podcast and you know helping to retweet their stuff and you know we'll still be active on social media we're at all things gym pod on twitter instagram and also now on facebook so go check us out there and you can also reach out to us um through our email we're at all things at gmail.com we love you guys and we will talk to you soon bye, bye.